You're listening to the best of the TomBernardShow.com, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Who, me? <laughs> well, I'd like to know if I was married to a horror piece of shit. <laughs> you could just look at her license. My. Special stripe. That was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Coming by sweet corn, potatoes, onions, pickles. It's not how you use them, sir. <laughs> it's really sickening that anybody would be into radio this much. It is ungoddamn believable. I think I'm going to hell. I just realized it. Thank you, Tom. You're just delicious. This is why I drink. We're here today with Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Michael, what's going on? You know, we keep getting phone calls, and it's interesting because people try to handle a lot of stuff on their own, or they try to talk to the adjusters, or they wait, um, and they think maybe it'll cost them money if they talk to me. And, you know, we tell them it's free to talk to us. Um, I go through what their rights are, and, you know, we try to help them as best we can. We don't sign everyone up. Sometimes I just give them advice, and they go from there and then call us back later. But the key is is that they don't know all their rights or they're not told all their rights by the adjuster. And that's one of the things we try to make sure that they get, you know, they get that understanding uh, so they can help themselves and their families as best they can. And the number is? Is 800-770-7008. Or at the website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Brad, Sean, Bryant, Michael Bryant, thank you. Seeking justice for the injured, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Everybody, to yet another episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Kicking off the show this week, we had Kostaki Kanamopoulos in studio, talking some football next on the Best of... Isn't Melina rocking out? Mm-hmm. Well, it's Friday. Uh, Getting everybody wound up for Kostaki's Acme shows. Yep. You're damn right. <laughs> Including the sold-out one tomorrow night. Thank you, KB. Way to go. <laughs> all these Welcome. people. All these people that want to go see Kostaki tomorrow night, and they can't go because he's had the had the nerve to sell out. They can go tonight. <laughs> they can go, go to the late show tomorrow night. Too. Late shows. Late shows are late nutty show. and fun. Come to those. That's true. That's very, very Nutty true. and fun, like my show. Oh, God. <laughs> um, okay, Kostaki, you're coming back for the Super Bowl. Briefly. Oh, excuse me. For the, for oh. the big game. Shh, don't say it. I don't say the words Super Bowl. You can say you... Super Bowl as long as you're not advertising something, I oh, think. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I was going to know what the rule What's, is. What is the rule on that? What are they protecting? Yeah. I guess if you can't, you can't say it. In an ad, you so in other words, you can't make money from saying uh, the words Super Bowl. You also cannot yeah. say it if you're a Vikings fan, because uh, yeah, let's not <laughs> jinx it. You could say lost Super Bowl. <laughs> you 
can. You can say that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the reason I'm asking if you are coming back, are you going to go to the game, Kostaki? Not the game. I'm just going to come back and do the the media night thing where they introduce the players and you run around and mm-hmm. interview everybody. And I'll hop around and right. do all the, all the Radio Row stuff and then uh, – Tuesday night's the media party. I'll do a bunch of Wednesday morning radio, and I'm hitting the road back to New York. So okay, so you're gonna be here. You're gonna be here when through when? I guess uh, Monday, Monday af- Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, Monday afternoon through Wednesday afternoon. It's gonna be pretty brief. I kind of yeah. picked the, okay, the so things I needed to do, and I crammed them all together, and I'm just gonna come do them all and run home. So basically, we're gonna have dinner either Monday or Tuesday night. That's it. Yeah, let's have dinner. I love that idea. Negroes yeah, here, we'll by the dinner. way. Negro. Oh. We'll take the Negroes and the Chinese, but we don't want the Irish. <laughs> well, that's not what he said. He didn't say Negroes either. I bet he did. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> not in that movie. <laughs> the what greatest... movie is it when he goes, Negro, that's all you had to say? What was that? What movie was that in? Was that in... Uh... Oh, man. Oh, what oh, movie it was it? Come it on, was, JB. It was by... Uh... Pulp Fiction? Yes. Yes, it was Pulp Fiction. Yes. It was Pulp Fiction. Yes. There you have Samuel it. Samuel Jackson you, said it. That's correct. Kostaki, uh, the reason I asked you if you are going to be here for the Super Bowl, because uh, apparently the average ticket price this morning is $4,809 for one ticket. Wow. What's well, once in a lifetime. It is once in a lifetime. Hey, does anybody know about this show, The Illusionists? I've heard the promos, but I don't know anything about yeah. that. They're like 800 bucks a ticket. 600, 800 bucks a ticket. Wow. They're coming here, and I was like, yeah. To sit here and be fooled. I don't know. Yeah, I can, I, there's like six magicians. At, why would you pay that kind of money? I got fooled getting, getting into radio. I don't know if that was <laughs> that smart. It's, it's worked out for you somehow. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. The illusionist. It's a vexing question about super. Yeah, exactly. I was an illusionist. <laughs> now, have you seen The Illusionist? No, I don't know anything about that show. I, I didn't either. I, that's why I was shocked to see the ticket prices. The, the first Project trick is done. they make your wallet disappear. Huh? <laughs> yeah. You got that right. Yeah. Huh? Huh? <laughs> that's why I'm embarrassed by <laughs> Oh, this is, in, this is interesting because in 2017, the average price at this moment, 30 days from the game, was $6,000. Well, the game's no longer 30 days away. What are they talking about? Right. Hmm. <laughs> Nine, it's only 23 days away, right? It's three weeks from Sunday. It's soon. So. Yeah, the game's three weeks from Sunday. So I don't know what they're talking about 30 days from the game. Uh, 2017, it was $6,000. In 2013, the average at this time was just over $3,000. So we're leaning toward the high mark, the high water mark. The tracker also indicates the average number of tickets sold every day. It's about 70 tickets a day at $4,800. Wow. If that team in That's purple amazing. makes it. It's going to be oh, much higher. Man. JB, I'm afraid much, I'm going to have to higher. ask you to leave. <laughs> I said that team in purple. I didn't yeah. say which team. There's other teams <laughs> in purple. There's other teams. <laughs> yeah, other teams. Who in else is in purple? <laughs> <laughs> the Ravens. The Ravens. All All right. Right. The playoffs. <laughs> Ravens are in purple, though, so if they make it, he didn't say they were going to make it. Ravens couldn't beat Andy yeah, Dalton. Andy Dalton. They have to stay home. <laughs> Oh God! That's, I think that's Jacksonville true. has a little purple in their uniform. Do Not they? much. Jacksonville, just Isn't a little. University of Maryland helmets. Those outfits are so. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a you color like for your helmet. You? That's true. Come on, that's ridiculous. No, you're right. I've actually you're warmed right. up to the matte finish here in this town, but 
I, I do not the accept the two-tone helmet thing. It's different color in the front and the back. Boo. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you're saying. To confuse uh, offense or defense. I don't even like the cars. People buy these very expensive cars and then have a matte finish put on the car. I think it looks yeah, terrible. Yeah, there's one in our parking garage that's got that. I, it doesn't look like it's finished. Yeah, like, it looks like yeah. it's, yeah. It, looks like it should yeah. have gone in for another coat. I just did that's true. 22 softball helmets with a matte finish. Oh, yeah? Today. Oh, you did? Decals Seems like Matt's coming back. Actually, it's been back for a while in athletics. It's actually starting to leave again now. Hmm. Oh. So. Oh. oh, the matte finishes? Yep, on helmets. Yep. Uh, well, it just looks like a helmet that's been out in the sun too long. Yeah, it, right. does, it doesn't look finished. I agree. It, no. How much is supposed to be shiny? Come on now. <laughs> I wonder if it would be legal for an NFL team to use, like, Dazzle camo as their colors. <laughs> like, probably not. Random pink and black squares so their opponents don't know what the hell they're looking at. Grass <laughs> green uniforms. That would well, be terrible. Well, you're giving athletes way too too much credit, Andy. To think that that can confuse them. <laughs> now, I want you guys to do me a favor with Kostaki there. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's only a few blocks away after the show today. Uh, Kostaki asked me if you guys would do this, so I said I'd, I'd be the spokesperson for it. He wants you to go over and take a picture of him with his arm around the Mary Tyler Moore statue. <laughs> I was wondering where this is going. I'll leave that up to Mike. That'll be Molina. Yeah. It's cold out Molina's there. has got to do that one. I can do it. Yeah. I, I might it is cold. catch my bus over there. I love Mary Tyler Moore. I, I, me too. Oh, wonderful. I love the show from the Dick Van Dyke show. It was so great. Oh, it was, Rob. No Oh. oh, Rob! <laughs> there we go. Who can turn the world on with a smile? Who can take a nothing day? You know, Kostaki, you could buy the house, too. Is that right? No. Oh, they finally sold. sold. Oh, okay. They took a bath on that. They yeah. did. I took a huge bath on How much were they trying oh, to sell it for? Uh, I, think they, I think they bought it for like $2.6 million and Fools. they tried to sell it for $3 million and it sold for like $1.2 million. <laughs> Here we go. They found a buyer in August. There you go. Oh, they did. Yes. I mean, yeah, the house was listed around $1.7. Isn't it pretty basic? Over too. It's, it's a big house. It's a big it's, house. Yeah, it's relatively big. I don't think it's worth Three million, or what, even close to that. Where but. is it? Is it Lind- not London Hills? Um, Kenwood. Kenwood. Uh, Kenwood. Yeah. Well, Kenwood just off of. Yeah, it's uh, on the north side of uh, Lake of the Isles. Just off of Lake of the Isles, exactly. Now here's the closing price in October. So it's been sold for a while. Oh, it has. One point four five. Ooh. One point four five, That's and they paid what two five two six for it? Two nine. Two Ooh. nine. Oh God. That is a bath. Talk about taking it in the shorts, ladies and gentlemen. Well, they bought it in 2007, which is yeah. the worst possible time oh, yeah. in recent history well, of a house. True. Hopefully, he got a corporate transfer that took care of that. I was going to ask you, uh, relative lady, can they write the loss off? Well, it I depends. Wonder. Well, it does depend. You, you might be able to write that loss off. You might be able to, depending on... All kinds of stuff. It was a cash buy. Uh, it just all depends on a lot of stuff. You can, ask yeah. a tax accountant. <laughs> tax accountant would know I better. never give tax advice. Oh, they still have the Mary Tyler Moore table uh, placard uh, up there at the IDS. In there the, you in go, the Kostaki. You can have a little piece of Minneapolis history. 
<laughs> I want you to make a complete fool of yourself and go have your picture taken with everything Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> That'd be wonderful. Go on the MTM tour. I'll do it. That would be so great. You just, this is the foolish friend of mine, Kostaki Economopoulos. Is, is, is somebody bright enough to be doing that for the Super Bowl, for, like, tourism? That's a they good question. They should be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I was in I, uh, I was in Louisville once, and I was on stage, and I asked him about the bourbon tour. You can go on this tour that goes around to the different places. Oh. And I said, how long does the bourbon tour take? And a guy goes, 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the bourbon tour for 30 years. I'm still on it. <laughs> oh, my God. All these, I, I was talking about all these uh, these restaurants. Got This uh, small East Caribbean barbecue is closing after. A decade after 19 years, Roseville's beloved roast beef restaurant Maverick is closing. And one of them got killed in a car accident. He and his family oh didn't God. he and his family really? all get killed in a car accident? I don't know. I yeah. think <clears throat> not good. You man. heard about Sam, uh, Sam's Club, right? Yeah, they closed in St. Louis Park. Yeah, that's my Sam's Club, of course. Oh, it is. It's your Sam's Club. Mm-hmm. Well, about Costco? No, I don't do Costco. Why are they closing Sam's Club? That seems like an odd thing to be 60 closing. Of them. They closed sixty of them, Ooh. and that was the local one here that got it. They and they didn't and tell was... they didn't tell their workers. They just showed up to work, and the doors were closed. Yeah, but see, it's funny because they snuck the doors that in. Remember, we talked about Walmart yesterday handing out those thousand dollar bonuses. Yep, for twenty years, but they forgot to mention, hey, we're closing a bunch of Sam's Clubs. <laughs> and what did Nancy Pelosi refer to the thousand dollar bonuses as? Oh yeah, like bribe money. Change was no. She referred to it as crumbs. Crumbs. Wow. Oh yeah, don't tell people that a thousand bucks is crumbs. They'll hate you immediately. Yeah, if you I do saw that. on Twitter somebody posted that Nancy Pelosi's bar bill for her private airplanes was like a hundred thousand. Yeah. Well, she's married to a billionaire. <laughs> for a year, I'm like, that's a lot of alcohol for yes, one person. Even. Even on a private airplane, I would guess. Even Nancy? Is Nancy a booze hound? She, she does have a booze houndy look about her. I wouldn't be surprised. Don't you think? I wouldn't she kind of does. Yeah, I don't know. I never thought that. Yeah, she does. And she kind of looks like a like a, a bar a, a bar soap. Well, and she's always outraged. Oh, 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 yeah, she, that's right. She's always, she is always outraged. That's she, true. Come on, let's, I mean, she's no sloppy Steve. I mean, when he came onto the circuit oh, last no. year. Oh, no, 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 no. Man. Took it to a whole Kostaki, new level. let me ask you a question. <laughs> Will you take a gander at Steve Bannon? Would you hire him to do anything? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anything. Like, shovel your driveway, I wouldn't hire uh, him. I, it's funny. I thought the same thing when all the Weinstein stories were breaking. I was like, that's the guy? <laughs> oh, jeez. That's true. <laughs> well, at How about first, that picture with... I thought they were talking about Harvey. And I was like, oh? But then I remember Harvey's gay, so... Harvey who? Weinstein. No, no, he is the one that was hitting on oh, all the women. What was the, the, the one that's gay then? Get your, get your Harvey's there isn't right. One, there God. isn't a gay one, is there? I thought there was because a gay one. Because Bob Weinstein. Weinstein's his brother. I'm getting my oh, Weinstein. Oh, you're, you're talking about Harvey Firestein. Steen. There we go. Oh, very good. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he kind of talks like this. You right. heard him talk. He talks oh, like this. Yes, yeah. he's gay. Yeah, It's Harvey Firestein, isn't it? Yeah, I think uh, so. I think, I think so. It's, I think it's Harvey. Yeah, I think so. Well, you probably opened for him. <laughs> Who are you talking to, me or Stuart? Stuart. It's Stuart. Oh, it's Stuart. It's Stuart, I think. Stuart oh, Firestein. No, it's not. It's Harvey Firestein. Um, 
It's Harvey Firestein. It is Harvey Harvey Firestein. Yeah, yeah, there right. you go. Just Harvey Jew. He talks like this. <laughs> Harvey Jew. Oh, yes, sure. that'll be very nice. We apologize in uh, advance. Way to go. <laughs> no, it's he's, just like Larry David and Curve when he's talking to the blacks when they come from Katrina. <laughs> oh. The blacks. Yes, that was magnificent. <laughs> My name should be Larry Jew. Kostaki's <laughs> sitting here going, what have I got? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no, they were literally, their last name was Black. Yeah, yeah Black. They were the Blacks. Yeah, Black. And your name is Black. My yeah. name should be Larry Jew. Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> you know, the, fun, the funniest thing in that year was when Seinfeld was sitting in his office, in Larry David's office. And Larry's secretary was wearing a tube top, and she kind of had the uh, the what's that called again? The when your fat hangs over your belt. Uh, muffin Damn top. It. There's a muffin name. Top? A muffin top. Yeah. A muffin. Yeah, muffin top. There you go. So she was. It's the best part of the muffin. <laughs> she, she came. It is the best part of the muffin. You're absolutely right. She came over and is standing next to Seinfeld, and he stares at the muffin top, and she goes, "Do you?" I don't know. I can't make up my mind. I, do you like how I look in this top or not? I don't know if I should wear this top. I don't know if I shouldn't wear this top. And Seinfeld goes, ah, just go with your gut. <laughs> 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 Which I enjoyed immensely. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> we will be right back. Kostaki Economopolis. You can, there's three shows you can see, but that fourth one is sold out, so you're out. Sorry. <laughs> He's that big a Get deal. Get them while they're hot. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. <laughs> Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. That was Gustaki Economopolis on the best of. Coming up next, we have some stories about Jägermeister. Yeah, that's is good. Next on the best of. Ah, sugar. Archie's fame is so weird to me because I was born like by the time I was born, Archie was basically like over. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so it's like you know, I don't know. What did they do? Were they just like the first relatable teenagers? So all the teens it loved was him. Just so. a cartoon, right? Yeah, but I think I think teenagers actually liked it. It was something that carried over from childhood into your teen years. Yeah. And yeah. Riverdale was just on for what the last the last couple of years. That was the Archie. That was Archie in the. People. Oh, it was? Yeah, that no, Riverdale was about that. Oh. Absolutely. Uh, Joe from Louisville reminded me it was not the Super Bowl the Vikings gave her tickets for. Is this Sunday's game. Oh, okay. They gave her tickets. Uh, so she'll Couldn't make be, that expense. Hey, Ka- she is Catherine. definitely going to make the game. That's how she yes. Catherine, I have a question for you. On, this, on the morning show today, Tom was telling a story from probably oh, 25 yeah. years ago about drinking Jägermeister in the back of a limo and throwing up all over his shirt and he had to throw it out by the side of the road and and he couldn't figure out the next morning why his golf clubs were strewn all over the front yard. Do you have any memory of this? When? What? what? This what is are you all talking news about? to you're me. Making it up it's as you the go story along. You, to- you told the story I on the morning show. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he always, every time I went out of town, boy, whoo. Oh, maybe that's what party it was animal okay. came out. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe well, Catherine is uh, having a couple of black Russians. 
So, oh yeah. Okay. So, so the guy, four the guy, times in my life, the guy who was a limo driver versus. actually called in. He goes, "Yeah, I remember that yeah. night. It was a brand new car too. Yeah. Thanks was a that lot." Puff. <laughs> yeah. Puff. Yeah. Puff. You drink Jägermeister? Well, that was what the, the problem. Heck oh, is wrong with you? now the store show's getting good. Go ahead. They told <laughs> they told me that you would love this stuff because it tastes just like black licorice, and we know you like black licorice. So I tasted, it, and it was delicious because it tasted like black licorice. <laughs> it does. As are black Russians. <laughs> Yeah, but they don't taste like licorice. No. No, but they're delicious. Okay, so the problem is I'm I'm slamming this Jager because I don't drink hard liquor. I never I never was a hard liquor drinker. And Jägermeister is no. uh, you can't really taste the it's not like vodka or anything is, where you can like you know for a fact that it's high alcohol because you can like kind of feel the yes. like the sting. Yeah, and isn't that the kind of thing that you do shots? Because yeah, that's yeah, so people yeah. Jager shots well, people, all the time. Uh, well, yeah. mix no, them with Red Bull. Only, yeah, Jägermeister's Red, only thirty five percent. Really? They drink it because it doesn't so sting like, you know, vodka or gin or whatever. It's oh. something you could, if you wanted to, drink a whole lot of. Oh. Unless you're right, your exactly. dad. So you did. So he did. <laughs> yeah. And then? Well, and then sitting in the back of a limousine going around corners, I started oh, to get dizzy yeah. and uh, hurled all over my shirt. In the limo? In the limo. If I drank oh. that much and then got into a limo, yeah, I would be throwing up immediately. I <laughs> can't imagine you not knowing yourself better than any of these things. You guys remember mm. when Doug used to be on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Time to give him the Yeah, you know you can't drink booze, and you know you're not good in the back of a limo. Well, but Andy just explained it. I didn't think there were... They said, oh, it's pretty low alcohol. It's well, no you, big deal. Yeah, well, Don't you, you feel... I mean, I guess maybe if like it hit you in the limo and yeah. you didn't know you were drunk until then. Well, knowing Dad with his all or nothing, it's low alcohol. Let me drink three bottles. Bye, mm. right, Doug. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so the mystery of how the golf clubs wound up all over the front yard has not been solved. I see. Maybe I did go into a rage. I don't remember. <laughs> I have a tendency to block things like this. Yeah. I have to survive somehow. Should be a great Wednesday night. <laughs> Merry Christmas, buddy. Should be fantastic. Merry Christmas, Doug Hey, Sprinthal. you brought it up. It's Hallie. made with 56 herbs and spices. Well, there you go. Mm. Ah, that's it. It had weeds in it. That's why you threw it up. <laughs> that's why it had kale in it. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I threw it up because it had kale in it. Um, do you know, by coincidence, the most popular baby name in Israel and St. Cloud, Minnesota is the same name? Is it Noah? Yagbom? Mohammed? Yes, Yagbom. It's Mohammed. Very good, Catherine. Mohammed is now the most popular baby name in St. Cloud, Minnesota, and the most popular baby name in Israel. Good to know. See, what do you think of that? Is Israel... I thought Israel would still be, like, primarily Jewish. It is Jewish. Jewish people don't name their kids Mohammed, do they? I don't know. Maybe they do. I thought that was specifically a Muslim thing. I thought Israel's divided, right? Uh, Israel's not so much. Well, yeah, there are Arabs that live mm-hmm. in Israel, but I, it's not a very yeah. big part of the right. population. Yeah, no. it, uh, they are only. And I wonder see. why Muhammad would be the. Yeah, that's very strange. 75% are Jewish, 20% are Arab. So, I mean, I guess if all the Arabs name their kid the same thing, then that could happen. Yeah, they, I, yeah. they do tend to name their kids Muhammad a lot. Boy, that would be, tough. be uh, tough in kindergarten, wouldn't it? Whole classroom of Muhammad. Yeah, for Muhammad, real. Muhammad, 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 Muhammad. Yeah, I remember a year when there was a girl named Annie, and that was annoying enough. Why? Because they, they, when they would say one of our names, the other would think that they were saying oh, our name. Andy oh, and Annie. 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 Annie and Andy, yeah. 
We didn't make your quantum leap. But yeah, we're uh, if there were like six Muhammads, I don't know. Yeah, that would be tough. Which uh, Arabs are Semites? Because I know not all Arabs, but some Arabs are Semites. These are all good questions. I don't even know what a Semite is, technically. A Jew is a Semite. Well, but there's all... Semites are Jews and Arabs. All Arabs are Semites? Anyone who speaks or spoke in the past a Semitic language, which was... um, Hold on. Educational moment. The oh, they, they let you pick any name you want when you get down there. And you landed on McLovin. Yeah, I was between that and Muhammad. Why the f*** would it be between that or Muhammad? Why don't you just pick a common name like a normal person? Muhammad is the most commonly used name on earth. We'd have to buck for one. <laughs> <laughs> There's some editing. Phoenician, Aramaic, Hebrew, Syriac, Arabic, and South Arabian. So there you go. All of those people are all Semitic. They're so all Semitic. technically, if you hate Arabs, you're an anti-Semite. That's exactly right. I keep telling people. So look at that. that. It's true. That's interesting. Just in case. So it's really more of a language thing than a cultural or a racial thing. Yes, it's a hundred percent a language thing. It is absolutely. It is. That's why it's so ridiculous that it's happening. Unbelievable. Yeah, they're they're called Semites because they speak a Semitic language. What I love is in the uh, Star Tribune this morning, they said the most common baby name in Saint Cloud because of the diversity. <laughs> it's not because of the diversity. Oh my God! Uh... Do people know what the name, what the word diversity means? No, they think it means less white people. It does. They, they think it means <laughs> exactly less white right. people. They do. No, That's I what agree. They think it That's means. brilliant. Oh, I remember on Twitter uh, a couple of years ago, BuzzFeed uploaded a picture of their boardroom saying, like, oh, look at how uh, diverse our boardroom is. It was, uh, like, 13 people, all white women. <laughs> how diverse. So because there were no men, they were super diverse. I, I just, uh, speaking see, of white women, yeah. Alex is here. Oh. Where do white women at? What in the hell's right, diversity? <clears throat> well, I, I could be wrong, but I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. Ron, I would be surprised oh, the if the affiliates were concerned about the lack of an old, old wooden ship, but nice try. <laughs> I did look that up, and as far as I can tell, no. I don't know where the hell he got that idea. Uh, That's wonderful. I thought maybe it was like some, you know, obscure reference, but no. No ship called diversity. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is horrible. Oh, no. The ancient Egyptians had proctologists. Mm. The ancient Egyptian word for a proctologist translates to shepherd of the anus. A bar on Hennepin. Yeah, Shepherd of the Anus. Right. No, I think it's actually uh, over on Franklin Avenue. Ah. Shepherd of the Anus bar, phenomenal. <laughs> no question about it. Oh, Shepherd of the Anus. Ugh. Yeah, literal translation. I hope they didn't use one of those oh, yeah, long a... shepherd things. The hook? The crook? The staffs <laughs> the or whatever. Yeah, the shepherd's yeah. crook, yeah. Crook. The shepherd's crook. That's exactly what it's called. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be the Shepherd of the Anus. I, let's get some other jobs, shall we? <laughs> But, you know, people do choose that job to be a proctologist. Yes, so, they do. You know, some people apparently enjoy I, that. I think it's thing. big money. It's got to be big money, right? It better be big it money. It would absolutely Extra. have to be, yeah. It's combat pay. I would imagine. Alex, how are you? Oh, I'm swell. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's, that's great. That's great to know. Bella's. So what's going on? Bella's in very rough shape. She is in rough shape? Yep. Well, did you just leave her in the car? Yep, I just left her there to die. 
No. Oh, my God. Herself. What? Why would Where I just leave her in the car? I know. You don't need to leave her in the car. Where is she? She's in the bed behind me, but she can't really stand. Oh, she, she won't eat. Well, if she's on a high dose of opiates, those can give you pretty severe, um, what do you call it? Motion she's, sickness. She's not. I haven't given her a pain pill in like two or three days. Well, maybe that's the problem. Well, the problem is I talked to the vet about it and the pain pills make her do things that she shouldn't be doing if she has like a nerve issue oh, or a muscle yeah. problem. Like, like the I'll give her the pain pill and then half an hour later she's like wrestling with birch and jumping off the furniture yeah. and doing parkour and it's like oh, you shouldn't well, be doing yeah, she this. probably like she probably has like a bulging disc or something yeah i don't know what it is stuff when she yeah. yeah and last week when i brought her to the vet she could barely walk i bring her into the vet and she acts completely normal she was like jumping uh, up on me and running rush. around yeah and then i bring her yeah. home and then she can barely walk again and yeah. now she can't even really stand like she didn't move all morning and she's shaking and won't eat and she just looks really bad i bet she has a a lot of back pain but i mean you can't give her the back pills if she's going to make it worse because in the long run that's just going to make it a thousand it's times worse better to create her and have her just rest know, but then she just bark yeah, just and freak out like a psychopath harp, she'd be harp, so harp. stressed out so i'm thinking we'll probably end up having to quarantine her to like our dining room with a blanket where it's like you no, can't fun zone. you can't jump on anything you just have to lay yeah. on this blanket and you can have your pain pills and feel good but you can't do anything Yep, so we'll that sounds see. like a good plan. And then our roof is also yeah, leaking. So. Oh no. We might need a new roof. We got to join the Minnesota. club. Yeah. We got a high tax bill. It's just been a banner of a week. It's a good thing you got a good great job. Exactly. <laughs> I've got so that going go. for yeah. me. That that's what uh, we gave each other for Christmas is a new roof. Yeah, Isn't that right. nice? Oh, yeah. Did, exactly. romantic. Very yeah. romantic. <laughs> Very romantic. For the castle, Alex, you, got a, you, you got a wood roof on that, don't you? Those things are... No, we're not going to replace it with with uh, cedar shakes. Cedar it's too shakes expensive. Well, roof. plus fact, they're not that great anymore. Yeah, yeah they said that the um, cedar shakes aren't the shakes of yesteryear uh, that they're you know it's like windows now that they'd fail within you know usually 10 to 15 years because the hardwoods aren't really all that hard anymore oh really i didn't know that yeah they used you know it's just not the same kind of wood indeed so um the cedar shakes don't have that lifetime word i will uh i'll i will read this story to cheer alex up but then somebody did send me a comment on this story that's really cold oh, but i doubt she's listening so we can sneak it by her. i'm listening there's a 99-year-old woman in Minneapolis named Millie Wall who's been a huge Minnesota Vikings fan since the first season in 1961. She's watched them play in four Super Bowls, never seen them win. Uh, she's obviously frustrated, uh, but has a good sense of humor about it. Uh, she even has a fake brick made from foam that she throws at the TV when they're not playing well, which I just love that. I love that whole idea. Uh, she tied a string to it a while back so she doesn't have to keep walking over to pick up the foam brick. Anyway, she's hoping this is their year, and now she's really looking forward to their game against the Saints this Sunday because, check this out, on Monday morning, about 30 of her family members showed up, surprised her with a letter from the Minnesota Vikings that said they've got two free seats reserved for her. They posted a video of her reading the letter, and you can hear her whole family start cheering when she realizes what's going on. She's been to a few Vikings games before, but this will be her first playoff game ever in her, what would that be, 50, 57 years, right? Mm -hmm. The uh, 1961. 
She's giving her granddaughter the other ticket. It's not clear where the seats are, but the Vikings are sending them uh, to the game in a limo, so it doesn't sound like they're taking the cheap route. And, of course, one of our listeners, our smart-ass listeners, said, and I quote, I hope the game doesn't go into sudden death overtime. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's cold, man. That is cold. Billy's as sweet as they get. Yeah, she's very, very excited about it. And we had the audio of Millie on the Cakey Morning Show this morning. She sounds like she's about maybe 75 years old at the most. I That's love the great. name Millie. Why did, they, why did they give her tickets? How did they know about her? I don't her? know. I, I think her granddaughter uh, went to buy some or whatever and somehow got engaged in a, involved in a conversation with the Vikings. And said, well, we'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. We'll send really? a limo and we'll give her a pair of tickets. And It sounds like something Lester Bagley would do. Lester Bagley's a good guy. Or, you know, there might be a few other people over there that set that up. We know a few of them. Bob Hagen's a great guy. So he could have done it as well. But uh, it was a very classy move by the Minnesota Vikings, sending Millie Wall at 99 years old. She'll be 100 years old on the 4th of July. See, Alex, doesn't that cheer you up now? Yep. Isn't that great? So cute. There you have it. We'll be right back. Special guest coming up next, Tom Bernard Show. The best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. That was some stories about Jägermeister on the best of. We're all hoping Bella feels better soon. Coming up next, closing up the show. We're opening up the old vault all the way back to episode number 285 with Mr. Nick Swartzen. Next on the best of... We have a very special guest, a huge Minnesota sports fan, on the phone, Nick Swartzen. Good, good evening, sir. Well, actually, it's good afternoon to you. Uh, no, it's evening. Why? Well, well, where are you? I just assumed you'd be in L.A. <laughs> no, I'm in L.A. Um, what's going on, guys? How are you? Uh, Jack Jablonski's on with us, Bob Sansevier, superstar uh, Mike Morris. we got Shelby's here. And by the way, oh, you know, last time I talked to Nick... He said uh, he's a big fan of yours. Get out of here. <laughs> Come on. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> Nick, how you doing? I'm good. I'm still hungover from that Vikings loss. Yeah. <laughs> it's only been it's five. Infuri- it's the most infuriating. My throat, like, still hurts from screaming. Like, I can't watch. I can't watch it in public. I have to, like, I need to, like, build, like, a padded room in my house. Yeah, I'm right to there. watch these morons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I should mention one thing to you, Nick, that unlike when you're on the podcast, we are on the radio, so I have to watch my language. Not you, but I... No, actually, we all do, I suppose. But no, when, oh, yeah. when, when Nick and I talk to one another on the telephone, there's not a whole lot you could broadcast from those conversations. <laughs> <laughs> to, to talk about the Vikings and not be able to swear is really difficult. <laughs> so you're not impressed so far, Nick? So difficult. 
Yeah, I... Uh, um, where did you watch the game? At your place? We just watched the game at the house. Well, I watched the game by myself. Catherine took off somewhere. I don't know. She was. I watched part of it. She watched part of it, yeah. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I started watching it, and we were up, right? Uh, I'm trying to think. At, we're, one, yeah, we at one point, we were had, actually yeah. up, well, and, the first we, and you were very happy. You looked happy. <laughs> No, no, that was and then not I my started, happy face. started off very happy. Yeah, and then I started making dinner, and all of a sudden he started, you know, not Swearing. being happy. Yes. <laughs> it, could, it couldn't have started off more exciting. That's what made it so horrible. Yeah. It was no, just true. like being in Narnia and then just getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> Uh, Nick, we have, we have, you know, superstar Mike Morris. He was with the Vikings for 85 years. And, you know, Bob Sansford, obviously, from the KQ Morning Show. Nick? You know Jack Jablonski at all? Jack is a, um, a young I guy. I've never met, no. Oh, you haven't. No. Jack, you there? Hi, Jack. I am. Jack Jablonski, Nick Swartzen. You, you two guys should meet, absolutely. You, you, you certainly should meet. Well, I'm looking Hi, forward to it. Let's be, let's be friends. Is that cool? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I believe Don had a question for Nick. I've got I've got a question. What what is your problem anyway, Nick, with the Vikings? I mean, they're they're a great team. I mean, did you see the first play from offense uh, from the <laughs> that we had a seventy eight oh yard run. Yeah, that God. was it. I, I know mean, you're right. I don't know what I'm talking essentially about. Essentially, last talk to every year. Every year, we have the worst play calling. It's so bad. Yeah. It's just horrible play calling where you're like, it's just from children to like everybody. It's just like these are, are a better coach. Like, I, I, I just, I never agree with any of these play calls. Like, that third and one where we're throwing the ball. <laughs> the wrong way. What are you the wrong, doing? The other guy. We're running yeah. back in the league. He is, oh he my is God, a Vikings fan. Shit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, Nick, Nick and I how about those Minnesota Lynx? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great, great team. No, it's true. Uh, you know, Nick. Actually, what, now that you're, you know, you're not around, uh, you know, for all the Vikings games or whatever. But uh, Catherine and and Alex do nothing but complain. Well, Alex, you know, has a new boyfriend that you haven't Ooh. met yet. But uh, it's not really new. Well, it's since it's been since you last saw Nick. Oh, it's new to Nick. Wait, did she dump that client? <laughs> I went to Vegas. <laughs> but in any case, poor Dan, poor sweet Dan. I guess I liked him. He's guess, a good. He's good stuff. He's I still guess around. that Dan is horrified after sitting and watching Vikings games with me because I, I I do what you do. I just start screaming at the top of my lungs. <laughs> take it too going, far is what it's called. Don't take it too far, <laughs> Nick. Do we take it too far? I'd take it way too far. <laughs> he admits it. it. The so first far step. That I'm probably going to get kicked out of the country. Yeah. <laughs> You'll to, be I'm there with to, me. I'm going to have to like, move to like Thailand or something. I, <laughs> yeah, that'd be I, a good... I, I literally I can't handle football. I just, like, my mind can't process it. But it's the play calling that you don't like the most. And I, I, I'm kind of with you on that. But if, it's, if we had some quarterback play, it would be much like Brett Favre coming in and taking – the kick-ass offense that Childress always swore he had. He puts the right guy behind the wheel of the car, and know, and who knows how to drive okay. it, and then you take uh-huh. off. I, I think a quarterback who understands down and distance and where to put the football and when to, when to throw it, I think I, he is really he's uh, he's second guessing everything. He's over trying, and I think he's just he's he's nervous out there. Ponder looks nervous. Agreed. I agree a hundred percent, and I feel like. Let's just put in Castle. I mean, like, I, I don't know Christian Ponder. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure he's just a wonderful lad. <laughs> yeah. a wonderful lad. He is. He's just a wonderful lad. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, like, just put in Castle. Like, I, I just, 
at this point, I, I, I don't want to like go down this road. It's just, it's, I, it, I just don't feel like it's going to get better. The one thing I wanted to say is, is you were saying superstar is, if you say he's second guessing everything and he just doesn't look comfortable out there, then he's not a starting quarterback. He's the third year into the league, and right. and if exactly. a guy that's not comfortable after three years, I mean three and thirteen to ten and six, I mean your team, your team should have gotten better, and we're getting worse with a quarterback that's three years in the league. Mike just got schooled. It's like why are you nervous? With, you have the best running back in the NFL. How nervous can you be? Like, <laughs> you, have the, you have the biggest like safety question ever. You have the best running back. Yeah. Like, stop being nervous. Yeah, no kidding. And, and you're right. If, if you are three years into it and pressure gets to you, it's because you really don't want to start the game. You'd like to be the guy that can come in if, if things are going wrong, and that's what good backup quarterbacks do. They come in because they can either save the day or the game is just going to continue the way it's been. And no, no sweat off your brow. But, but to be a starting quarterback, you have to have a special sort of it factor. Whatever it is, you have to have that when you step into the huddle. I could have answered the question about Ponder four years ago when he was a senior in college. No, that's true. Don't draft him. Really? Right. Yeah. He was not, did he, is it true, because I've heard the rumor now, that he didn't even start for his high school football team? No, he didn't. Oh, no, he didn't. You know what? Michael Jordan was cut when he was in high school, so you can't no, use that one. High Shut school, up, Sadie. Junior high. Junior high. Whatever. <laughs> junior high, high school. He was cut when he was a kid. You can't go with that one. doesn't mean anything. could have been a lousy coach. I think the guy will be in the Hall of Fame someday. Wait a minute. <laughs> What'd you say? I think something was in that, never played basketball that pumpkin bread I had. <laughs> must have been laced with something. You know, you know, Jack, isn't this one of, and Ben Holson's with us also, uh, Nick, I don't know if you've ever met Ben Holson, but he's he's a producer of the... the clown car? There are a lot of people on there. Yeah. But here's what uh, I like. I know Meryl Streep's here, too. Um, anyway. Uh, here's what I really I like. Wish. And I really enjoy this a lot. Nick Swartzen's nice enough to come on. Uh, the first week we have the you know Sports Radio 105, the ticket, the Tom Bernard show. He's nice enough to be on. And Bob starts shouting him down. Yeah, Bob. Bob, you're the what? best. He I'm starts a... shouting you down. Oh, I want to talk. I, I was an idiot again. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I Nick. love Sandy. Sandy's the best. But no, the, I'm going to the... cage fight Bob when I see him. <laughs> <That'd be laughs> awesome. Can I stay and watch? <laughs> May I stay and watch that? I'd love to see that. That'd be magnificent. Don, you have a question for Nick? Yeah, Nick, I can't get enough of you, and I'm, I look all over for you every time I find you anywhere on the tube or in movies. Right. I, I try to. Thank you, Don. And so I just want to know what you're up to next. When can I see you next? What are you doing? Um, I'm trying to think of what the next thing. I have like an independent film coming out in January, and I'm developing a new TV show. And then uh, I, I should also probably announce I'm doing my next uh, Comedy Central special in Minnesota. When I'm going to talk to uh, the network, and I'm going to do it at like the state or the RFP. At the state, uh, yeah. Next spring, yeah, I'm going to do my like next big special at in Minnesota. I'm really excited. So yeah, you got to let us know uh, when that's happening. Be, so we can promote. Oh that. yeah, for sure. You're all obviously invited. I'd love to have you there, but I'm really excited about it. They're, Comedy Central is really excited about it, and it's going to be a big like stupid kid comes home. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be nice. Do they treat you when you uh, when you go into casting calls and things like that? Do they say, "Hey, do that guy," uh, or "Be you"? Or we need a kind of Midwest uh, figure. Do they have you, uh, even in this early uh, stage of your career, typed? 
Um, kind of, yeah. I mean, like with you know nine one one, I I got stereotyped for, like playing all these gay roles, which I don't care. But like, I, I would always get calls about like <laughs> doing like gay parts, and I was like, oh, but you, you play a really great gay guy. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, all right. Thanks. Do they ever ask you, Nick? How did you learn how to do that? <laughs> How did you prep for your role of blowing dudes? <laughs> okay. Practice <laughs> You know, I just I, I had a great memory, and we talked about this before. Nick and I did actually watch the Super Bowl together one time uh, down in Florida. And when you attacked me, yes. No, when you attacked me, you tackled me from behind, which is true. Mm, that sounds gay. <laughs> oh, really? Did you hear that, Nick? Catherine? That was part of his prep. Catherine just said, that sounds very gay. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, but it was anyway. like an episode of Oz. <laughs> so anyway, here's what happened. So we're watching the Super Bowl, and during halftime, by coincidence, Bench Warmers was on, uh, on television, on one of the cable channels or whatever. So there was a woman there from Alabama, an older woman from Alabama was there, and she's sitting on the couch and she's watching this movie and she gets this look on her face and she's looking at it, because Nick is wearing a, he's got long blonde hair in that movie, right? So she's watching and she's looking and going, all of a sudden she turns to me and goes, that's that boy just went into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I never told you that. I never, that, that. Mary turned to me and said, "That's that boy just went to the bathroom." And he said, "Did she?" He say, "Bathroom, no, or, bathroom, or bathroom, bathroom, or toilet." People from Alabama are sharp, man. <laughs> people, people from Alabama are sharp. That's so, that boy go bathroom at. Now, now Ben, you're, I know you're still there. Yeah. Now, did, did Bob and Mike uh, just head out, or what did they do? Yeah, they ran for the hills. Oh. I kind of figured they would. Cowards that they are. Friday. Are you taking calls? Sure. Oh, because we've had a couple people try to call in and nothing. Again? What do you mean a couple people called in? They're calling our line instead of yours. No, no, they're calling yours. No, they're, oh. calling, they're calling the ticket line. Oh, Six, oh, five, oh one. I lied. Huh. What we mean by that is two or more people have tried to call in. <laughs> At some point. And I know that Nick's only got a couple of minutes left here, and I just wanted to mention, by the way, that Nick is as big a Twins fan as he is a Viking fan and a Wild fan and a Timberwolf fan. I mean, you do your... Well, first of all, you and Kevin Love are good friends, aren't you? Yeah, Kevin's a buddy, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, so... We've gone We've gone to the Loon and drank a couple grape apes. <laughs> by a couple... By a couple, you mean... A thousand. <laughs> That's two or more. I remember one time we were there. It was in the off season, so I'm not talking out of turn. Um, but we went to uh, the loon, and we found out that there was like a record that some guy had bought in like 250 gray paints. 250. For those, list- for those listening, that's like their famous shot, and it's basically like uh, vodka citron with grape soda. So we were like, oh, we got we got to break this record. So it's like <laughs> the dumbest record to try and break. So we're, like, we're like almost like, like 200 shots. Nick. There's like maybe six of us. And then I immediately just projectile vomit grape soda. All over the bathroom. But it was like, I, just, I don't recommend anybody ever trying to break a shot record. No, it's, not, no, it's, it's never going to end point. well. Then, you're never gonna like break a shot record and then like go build a church or something like positive. No, it's very good. Cool. You're only gonna be like covered in urine or something horrible. <laughs> but it was very fun. Now, Ben, did you say we have a call? Yeah, Eric from St. Croix Falls has a question for Nick. 
Nick, Eric, Eric, Nick. Is this Nick Hi, Wilson Eric. and Tom Bernard? Yes, it is, sir. I have one question. What's the question? Who would win in a fight between Tommy Kramer <laughs> and Wade Wilson? My money's for sure on Tommy Kramer. <laughs> All right, I'll go with Tommy Kramer as well. But you did throw in DJ Dozier at the end there, so I don't know. What, is it a three-way fight? <laughs> and they're on roller skates? And is Eric high? <laughs> <laughs> How many, is it an orgy? <laughs> <laughs> it's an orgy it's fight. Thank you, Eric. It was a good question. I like the question. But, yeah, as you heard, Nick Swartzen would go with uh, Tommy Kramer. I would go, Tommy Kramer's well done. Tommy yeah, Kramer's as long as he was sober. Boss, I'd take him sober, but I wouldn't take him drunk. Tommy Kramer was what? What'd you say, Nick? No, they they can't be sober. It's all gonna be in a, a <laughs> they have to be full, stupid. Okay. Full blackouts. I suppose that's probably true. Does it change if we have them on roller skates standing up in a hammock? <laughs> I would love to see that fight. That'd be rather that'd be, interesting. That'd be amazing. But I, I want Tommy Kramer back on the Vikings. Can we make that happen? Mm, he was just can in town. Can we get a seasoned veteran back on the Vikings? He was just in town about a month ago for a... Uh, for a um, like a charity oh, golf tournament, and they showed him on television, and I thought it was Burt Mustin. Really? Uh, yeah, he looks really old right now, man. He looks really old. I was trying to think of an old guy now that's on TV a lot, but I, all I can remember is from the old days, people like Burt Mustin and uh, who, who played the real McCoys? Oh, Walter Brennan. Walter Brennan. Yeah, Tommy's looking really old, uh, Nick. A great guy. Like an IV of Jameson going through it every day? <laughs> 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 exactly no, he's cut that. down since his playing days. Mike oh, okay. <laughs> I, love, I love Tommy Kramer. Would you, uh, ben, Ben, like you have another call? Yeah, Mike from Blaine has a question about Nick's friendship with Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Mike from Blaine. Nick, Nick, Mike from Blaine. Hi, Mike. You're my new friend. That's right. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Mike, get off the bong and get on the phone, brother. Hello? No. Oh, wow. Yes, you're on. <laughs> Mike, are you in an opium den? <laughs> yes, he is. As a matter of fact, you've described his house perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mike, your question for Nick. Hello? No. Oh, Don't tell me the phone's not working. Oh, it's working fine. Mike, can, can you not hear us, Mike? Am I on? Yes, you're on. He cannot hear us. It's he, everyone else's fault, though. Mike, call Leah. Call 612-313-0287 very quickly, and we'll put you yeah, on on that. we got line. about three minutes. Yeah. Good I mean, Lord, people from Blaine. <laughs> 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 for some reason, I don't know, when we do the connection to the uh, the Tom Bernard part of the uh, the afternoon drive show, we just... They yeah, have, it's not doing... Uh, well, yeah, but Eric weird. could hear us. Eric could yeah, hear us I just don't fine. Know. Well, I mean, you have to remember, Mike, Mike from Blaine does hit the bong heavy. Mm. I mean, he does. Let's just be honest. So I used you, to play soccer in Blaine. That's the that, uh, soccer yeah. sports complex. Oh, the National Sports Center is mm-hmm. still huge. You you go out there in the summertime, and there are about 500 soccer teams out there. I didn't know you played yeah. soccer. Played soccer my whole life. How come I? Why did I never know that? Oh, because you were tackled me from behind. That's right. I forgot. You hit me right in the middle of my back with your head. It's not like I'm constantly bragging about my soccer prowess. <laughs> <laughs> But it does explain a lot. <laughs> oh, JB taking a shot at Nick. That's how I play it. That's how I prep for my gay role. 
<laughs> well, that's excellent. All right, Nick's got to go. And, and Mike can ask you the question next time you come up. But, Nick, thank you very much for all your time today. I know you're a guy. I will say, I don't know what his question was, but I am friends with Aaron Rodgers, oh. Oh. which is very yeah. difficult. I met him at a charity event, and the guy who ran the charity came up to me, and he's like, hey, man, there's a guy here who's a big fan. He wants to meet you. I'm like, who is it? And he goes, Aaron Rodgers. I go, I'm good. <laughs> he's like, what do, you, he goes, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't want to meet him. And he's like, we're at a charity event. You can't just not meet somebody. He's like, this guy wants to meet you. And I'm like, I'm a Viking fan. Die hard, I'm like, I don't want to meet the quarterbacks and the Green Bay Packers and then become friends with them, and, but whatever. So long story short, we became friends. And, uh, yeah, we've been friends ever since. been about seven years. So you'll uh, violate your principles for charity. I did it for charity. <laughs> And I did it for my sweet Don Shelby. <laughs> my sweet Don Shelby. Uh, Nick, we're going to... Wait, wait, wait. You know that story, right? When uh, Aaron invited me to a, a Packer-Viking game, so I flew home, and I'm staying at Chambers Hotel, my favorite hotel. Mm-hmm. Plug that. And uh, me and Aaron went to dinner, and then in the paper on Monday, they put uh, Nick Swartz and Dines with the Enemy in the sports <laughs> 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 Well, I dined with the enemy. The I was like, well, that's, that's not <laughs> That is terrible. All right, Nick, again, thank you for all your time. Looking forward to seeing you in town. We miss you. Alex uh, had to leave early, but she wanted to. She passes along her love to you, obviously. Andy's here. Catherine's here. And Mike is here, but too bad. Yeah, I'm going to say just one goodbye to the whole clown car right now. <laughs> I think it's a good plan. 50 people that are on the show right now. No, but uh, I love you and I miss you and I love your family and I love Don and I love Bob. And uh, I'll see you guys when I'm in town, okay? All right, I'm Nick. looking forward to it, Nick. Thank you. Great Thanks, babes around me. Bye. <laughs> Great babes around me. <laughs> Nick Swartzen, ladies and gentlemen. There's glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Yeah, I'd like to have 75 degrees and sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play it through light and rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. Brought to you by Brad, Sean, Bryant. Great clips this week from Kostaki Economopolis and Nick Swartzen. Thanks for listening, everybody, and Skull Vikings. Time for purpose.